Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey babe, welcome back to another episode. Thanks for joining me today as we talk about how we can have a welcoming, absolutely beautiful entryway. What does your entryway look like in your home? I think that there are so many different things that we can put in our entryway, but I also like the idea of taking things away. So let's just dive right in as we are now into our second episode in the spring cleaning series. If you didn't hear last week's, go back and check it out. I talked about clearing the countertops and I always talk about clearing the clutter to see the blessings that God has for us. Well, this week I wanna talk about really respecting and loving on your entryway a little bit because that's what people see whenever they come into your home for the first time. Now, right now it's a little tricky because COVID. And we still have some restrictions that are going on and being very careful. And so right now you may not be having a bunch of people coming through your front door, but that doesn't mean that you can't have a warm and welcoming, inviting entryway for yourself, for your family. You are worth the time and energy that it will take to invest in putting in some entryway organization and style for that space. So feeling welcome is exactly what's going to happen when you walk through the door. 
Now, some of us enter through the front door and others of us enter through the garage door. So as you're thinking about that inviting entryway, I do want you guys to consider that this is going to be represented in both of those spaces. So whether you are entering through a back door or you're entering through a front door when you go into your home, whether it's you or it is a guest who's seeing this space, it needs to be clutter free. And there are a couple of things that I've said on past episodes that might suggest that there might be stuff there sort of in transition, in limbo, waiting in the wings to be taken to the next location. I'm going to acknowledge those quickly now, but ultimately I want you to know that these are things that don't have to live there forever. They could be temporary situations there for the moment because you're setting yourself up for the best chance of success and really setting up your future self for what's going to happen next. And, and that is a good thing. But overall, we want to have a very clean, clear, decluttered space so that when you are welcomed into your home, you feel that peace, you feel that relaxation, and you feel like this is the place that you want to kick off your shoes and stay a while. Okay. On that note, shoes. This is a huge gripe that I get from a lot of the busy mom clients, also their husbands, also just anybody who wears shoes and goes into their home if I'm there to organize. They say that it becomes overrun with shoes and other clutter as well. We'll get to that in a minute. So I have said on past episodes that when my kiddos come in from school, they have their certain routine. And sometimes that means taking their shoes off right away. And that means instead of leaving them there at the front door, strewn all over the place where people can trip over them and certainly where it's not going to look nice. I highly recommend taking those shoes. If you have an upstairs, if you have, if you have a two story or three story place and maybe where those shoes will ultimately belong are going to be upstairs or even if you just have one level and there's maybe like a long hallway to wherever you guys are going to go i'm hinting at the bedroom right like you're most likely you're going to take your shoes to your bedroom to your closet and that's where they're going to live now everybody has different places that they need to store their shoes but I don't think that it needs to be at your front door because I don't think that says warm and welcoming, stinky feet, we're here. That's not, that's not warm and welcoming. So as I've said, I think I even mentioned it on the last episode, we can do better. We can actually have sort of a little, you know, a little accountability for ourselves. Cause I know it's not just your kids. I know it's us sometimes too. We may walk in and kick those shoes off real quick for whatever reason, if it's, you know, inclement weather outside and we don't want to track something in. I get that, honey. I get that. So I'm not even talking about like, you got to make that a non thing. If that is the case, you can have an area where you've maybe put a container in place or maybe one of those weather mats to set your shoes as they dry but I just highly recommend taking your shoes. If you're going to take them off at the door, taking them and either putting them on the stairs so that the next person who goes up takes them up. Now, by all means, if you're coming in and you're going right upstairs, please just don't take your shoes off till you get upstairs. <laughs> and then you can take them off and put them where they belong because shoes should live in our closet, not at our front door. And the other thing is if you do feel the need to leave them there temporarily. You can either put them to the side so they're not out where people are going to trip over them or they're in a little catch-all basket. So that way at the end of the night, I talk about this a lot on episode three, organized on autopilot, where you've actually got this catch-all basket that's going to 
do exactly that. It's going to catch all the things that you're not prepared to go put away until perhaps later in the evening. Now, if you're a busy mom of littles, you know, they're all tiny little things all over the place. Sometimes it's toys. Sometimes it's artwork that you want to take up to put in their memory boxes. Sometimes it's shoes. Sometimes it's jackets for school. Sometimes it's backpacks and lunches and all the things all the time. Okay. So I highly recommend having a conversation with your family and saying, okay, look guys, here's the rule. If we're going to take our shoes off, we're going to put in a small organizer beside, you know, maybe it's out front in your garage. If you're entering through your garage and you want to take your shoes off, just stick them right there. Obviously I will say, depending on where you live, you're going to need to bear in mind (laughs) disclaimer, if you're leaving them outside, you got to be careful of bugs, of creepy collies, of spiders, of scorpions in some places. Hello, Arizona. So just, you know, that might not be the best option for you here. We're in Southern California. There are virtually no bugs (laughs) in some locations. That's just how I like it. So it would be okay if we decided to leave some of our shoes outside and just periodically check them to make sure they were okay before we slid our feet in. But if you want to put a little shoe shelf there, Container Store has, of course, got some amazing ones, but you can get some at Target and, of course, Amazon, places like that. Put in a a very small one. I don't recommend having all of your family's shoes live there in one place because why? There's clutter. And your really awesome, cool shoes that you love then turn to clutter because there's so much stuff and you want to give yourself a brain break. When you walk in through the door, you want to mentally be able to not have that clutter there. You want to be able to relax and enjoy and have this truly welcome you home. Okay. So shoes are out of the way. So we're either temporarily setting them to the side so nobody's going to trip on them and it's not a total eyesore. And then they immediately go to the next location as soon as you get the chance or you're putting it in a catch-all basket so it's hidden a little bit, or you're picking out a very small, not massive, shoe area because we don't need to house the whole entire family's shoes at the front door, okay? All right, next thing, when you're talking about going into an entryway and you want it to be welcoming, do you have other clutter there? Are you guys dropping? Again, maybe it's one of those things where if you don't have a designated mudroom and you don't have hooks for clothing, you know, jackets, purses, umbrellas, things like that to live. You might consider putting some of those there. You might consider having the rule that when you come in, nobody just takes that off and drops it. They go put it in a coat closet or again, they put it in the catch-all basket or you just immediately go take it and put it where it belongs. When my kids come in from school, they know the first thing I want them to do is come in. We Specifically with Duke, we say come in and wash the kindergarten off. So immediately he comes in, he's either going to get totally stripped down naked in the laundry room and put his uniform clothes there. And there will be some other, you know, possibly pajamas or something ready and waiting the wings. Yes. My children totally get on their pajamas for the night as soon as school is over. Unless there's like a bath or a shower situation that needs to happen. I don't have them do that every single night, but you know, on the nights they need it, they're going straight there. So this would be the time that maybe they would just take their, the clothes that are on their body up to the rooms with them, take their clothes off in their room, in the bathroom, whatever, throw them in their own particular laundry basket. But Again, the point is that you're not just leaving these things strewn all over the place, okay? 
So again, this is about how you're communicating with your family and you're thinking about age appropriate chores, things for them to do. This can be something where you're saying to them, Hey guys, we don't want to have an entryway that makes us feel stressed out as soon as we walk in. So everybody's responsible for this, this, and this, and that may be shoes, backpack, clothes, you know, whatever. Maybe it's something totally different for you guys. Well, how about this? How about are you the person that comes in and just wants to dump everything like handbags, wallets, keys, sunglasses, mail, that kind of stuff? If that's the case, and that's what's living in your entryway, again, I just want to remind you, is that stressless or is that filling you up with stress and maybe annoyance because there are lots of things. So perhaps you want to put a small table. Again, the reason I say small is because when you have a bigger space, sometimes more can get dumped there. And we don't want that to be a dumping zone because again, it's not attractive whenever people come in and see that. And again, it could just be you right now, but it's not very attractive. So if you're going to have a larger piece, perhaps that's where you want to put some style and you want to say, hey guys, welcome to my home. Here are some beautiful photos of the family, or here are some hilarious pictures from college. Please enjoy it. Welcome. Come in with a smile. Maybe you want to have one of those fun mats down in front of your door that has a cute little saying. Uh, let's see. What else could you add? I mentioned if you feel like you need to have something perhaps for your guests to drop off their stuff, there might be a little bench. Right now we have a little bench that is underneath a window that's right in our front door. So if people want to sit there and they want to put their shoes on there, they can. That's also a place if they feel like just setting their bag temporarily because they're going to be coming in and out, that's a great spot for them to do that. So that way when they get ready to leave, oh, there's your bag. Don't forget your bag on the way out. Maybe you want to put in a hat rack, an umbrella rack, a coat rack, something like that. But again, maximize that vertical space. Use that tall, skinny corner, perhaps whenever you walk into your house and that can be a place where they would temporarily put that. But again, I want to encourage you and your family not to end up cluttering that up with 500 jackets, you know, perhaps for that week or that month, you're going to have one or two jackets that you're sort of rotating. If weather is the issue, everything else needs to live in your closet or in a coat closet. So don't come in and hang that up out of habit and then get used to it just sitting there and living there. And then, you know, 10 days go by and you've got 14 jackets that are <laughs> hanging up because you're a diva and you needed to <laughs> change. I think maybe those numbers were a little backwards. Let's say 14 days have gone by and you've got 10 jackets hanging up. Okay. Let's still a diva, but listen, that's okay. We're living our best style lives as well. The point is get really good at making sure that you are not leaving things behind, but then look like clutter when your family, when you, and when your guests come into that space. Okay. So we're going to refresh really quickly. We're going to say, we're going to, we're going to talk about how this is important to everyone in the family. And we're all going to get on board with this, with our responsibilities. We're going to put our stuff away. We're going to make sure that we're 
putting things in place that would be helpful. So a catch-all basket, a small side table, perhaps on top of that small side table, you want to put a little bowl and that's where keys and wallets and things can live and sunglasses, stuff like that. Perhaps you want to mount a little strip that has some hooks and you hang your key right there. So that way you're not searching endlessly for your house all around trying to find your keys. They're just right there by the door. Super convenient. And that's not an eyesore as long as you keep that looking tidy as well. Maybe you have a pet and you need to have a leash or something like that that's also easily accessible by the door. Just again, consider having that look nice. So maybe intentionally put a cool hook there that says like, hey, we're a dog family. That's okay. That can be welcoming as long as it's well done and it looks clean and neat. Or if you do have that little catch-all basket or you do have that little bowl or you do have that small little bench or something like that, that you could place that sort of out of sight, but then you know it's there. So that way you know the leash is there whenever you need to go outside, maybe have a little doggy bags, you know, absolutely by all means have that there, have that space be working for you, but continue to just put those parameters around it. Like, does this look cluttery? Does this look messy when people come in my house? Does it smell like stinky shoes when people walk up to my front door? Because that's not cute and we can do better. Also, I want you to consider having some sort of maybe artwork, like I mentioned photos or something like that, that's going to represent you or your family or kind of the style of your home that's nearby. So maybe you want to have like a fun saying. I have a little fun little saying that's a kind of a motivational thing. Can't help myself, guys. I'm a speaker. How about maybe you want to have a gorgeous black and white photo of your family that was professionally done? If that's not the case, listen, the iPhone, the any phone, any smartphone right now, they can take great photos. You can just head right on over to your local pharmacy, like a Walgreens or a CVS, and print some of those photos right out on whatever background you want. You know, it could be black and white. It could be beautiful color. Put it in a lovely frame, simple frame. And that is a welcoming thing whenever you walk into that entryway. It kind of just says, this is us. Welcome to our home. Okay. I do, again, love the idea of having a yummy smell when you walk in the house. So we have a scented candle, but we also have diffusers and things. So if we don't want the open flame, when you walk in, hopefully just it smells good because I think that kind of puts you in the mood and gives you the right vibe for relaxation, or maybe it's a party. Maybe you want to have something a little bit more fun at the front door because it's a party, obviously post pandemic, let's be smart people, but whatever you think represents you the best. That's what needs to go there. And don't feel like you have to get locked into one certain type of decor. This is a fun spot that you can really throughout the seasons update and change a little bit. And just know that that is something that you're not totally locked into. If you decide that your style is kind of changing a little, or as I said, with seasons, feel free to switch things up a little bit. You know, I mentioned in the last episode too that I really enjoy change and, and that's kind of a fun way to switch it up. It doesn't have to be the same thing all the time. So this is something that I wanted to talk about with our spring cleaning series because that again, just like countertops, this can be a small-ish area that you can tackle that's going to have a big impact, not just on your guests, but on yourself, on your mood every day. Because I believe that when you walk into your home, your entryway should welcome you. It should welcome your guests. It could say, come on in, stay a while. Or it could say, come in, 
it's time to have some fun. Whatever you want your entryway to say, make sure that clutter is not doing the talking. Okay. So clear the clutter out of the way, get your spring cleaning on. I look forward to seeing pictures. You guys have to send me pictures. I want to see a good before and after. I live for a good before and after of a great entryway that's been organized and styled to work best for your family. All right, that's it for today. Super short episode. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. We're going to finally tackle that awkwardly shaped under the stairs closet. Do you have one of those? Don't worry, if you don't have one of those, you can still take the things that we're gonna talk about and apply it to another closet that maybe is making you a little bit crazy and needs some organization too. So stay tuned. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everything with style mom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.